You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. The choice of a college major can have lifelong financial impact. And there are other important factors young people should consider, such as the ease of finding a job after graduation. An expert ranks the most and least valuable college majors. And InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Bankrate.com analyst Sarah Foster. Sarah, higher education is one of the most important financial decisions many people make, and recently Bankrate examined what are the most and least valuable college majors. Before we get to the actual results, tell us a bit about how you analyze these majors. It wasn't solely about the annual salary, right? No, we at Bankrate, we looked at 159 majors based on the American Community Survey, which is a poll that's run by the Census Bureau. And we analyzed them for three factors. Number one, we looked at median income, as you point out, but we also tracked unemployment rates among graduates and then how many of them go on to receive a higher degree, just because that's a costly endeavor and it really does defer a student's income opportunities. And we found, as you mentioned, that the most valuable majors, we found that they were concentrated in STEM fields. So those are your science, technology, engineering, and mathematics programs. And just as a baseline, what is the current median income for people with at least a bachelor's degree? Well, the median income within the United States is about 67521 And just to kind of put that in perspective, our number one most valuable major, architectural engineering, those graduates made a median income of $90,000. And let's hear about the other end of the scale. What is the least valuable college major? When we looked at the least valuable majors for those three prongs that I mentioned earlier, we found that visual and performing arts was at the bottom of the list. So 159 out of 159. That's not to say that a major like this isn't important, but it's just that when those graduates are finished with their program, they make a median salary of about $35,000, which again is about half of the income that I mentioned earlier, the median household income of the United States. And then they also experience elevated unemployment rates of 3.6%, and then a little more than a quarter of them have to go on and pay for a higher degree. So that's a pretty costly endeavor again. But as you even kind of go back up the scale, miscellaneous fine arts, that's our second least valuable career. And then interestingly enough, we kind of saw liberal arts make its way on the bottom five here with clinical psychology. I think what this really shows is that there's a lot of demand for engineering programs, and I think that's something that we've seen that for years to come. But it's a highly specialized career, and that's just kind of where the direction of the economy is heading. So architectural engineering was number one. Is there a shortage of architectural engineering majors right now? I think what you can really kind of infer from the data here is that it's really a high demand field. And while we didn't necessarily track how many graduates there are in this major, we did find through the reporting process that there are very few colleges that offer a program like this. So I think what this shows is that it's, a again, a highly specialized field that not a lot of people study and not a lot of people have skills in. I think you touched on this, but I just want to make sure that it's clear. You were looking at simply four years of higher education versus, for example, medical school or other graduate degrees, right? Yeah, so when we looked at these majors, we were mostly concentrated in four-year bachelor's degrees. So when you're looking at the list and take a look at our number two most valuable major, like construction services... That might imply that it's a trade school, but it's a bachelor's degree. So the only way that we kind of factored in 
higher degree programs was if a major had a high prevalence of students who went on to go receive those degrees. Our guest on InfoTrack is Sarah Foster. She's an analyst at Bankrate.com, and we're discussing a recent survey where they examined the most and least valuable college majors. Your report noted that four of the five majors with the highest percentage of advanced degree holders do not earn a top 50 median salary. What majors are we talking about there? Well, I think when you look at one of the highest salaries, you really see that when it comes to these six-figure salaries, you see computer engineering, that was number three. Graduates earn a median income of $101,000. Aerospace engineering, those graduates earn a median salary of $100,000. But I think what's really important here with this study, kind of what we were trying to get at, is that median income and salary, it really isn't everything. I mean, when you take, for example, nuclear engineering, that had a median income of $100,000, but it also had one of the highest unemployment rates on our rankings. And I think, you know, when you zoom out and look at the macro perspective, that's really just because that's an industry that's shrinking. There's not a lot of demand before for that. Sarah, these median income figures, are these amounts what someone can expect right out of college, or is that just the average that may include people with, say, 10 or 20 years of experience? We didn't necessarily look at first-year graduates. I think this can be all across the scale. So, again, median income, since half the graduates in that field earn below, half earn above, you can kind of infer here that, I mean, the range is pretty extensive. So just in general, did you see any relationship between the amount of money spent on education, perhaps, you know, one school versus another, versus their future earnings power or employability? Bankrate didn't track necessarily the cost of each program, but I think by our rankings, if you look at how many of those students go on to study a higher degree, you can kind of infer here that they probably spent a little more than other programs, I mean, especially clinical psychology, like we were talking about earlier, almost 78% of those students went on to receive maybe a PhD or a master's program. So again, that's a costly endeavor. But I think when you want to track employability, not necessarily some of the individuals who studied higher degree programs had better employability. I mean, for example, we're talking about construction services too, that had an unemployment rate for graduates of 1% and just 12% of them went on to receive a master's or a PhD program. So I think, you know, the bottom line here is that students, you know, you really want to choose something that you're passionate about, but you also kind of want to look at these majors because as we were talking about earlier, college is a major financial decision that has implications for your wallet for years to come, even after you graduate. You offered some good advice right there, but any additional thoughts? I do want to empathize, too, with people. A list like this isn't necessarily meant to convince someone to study engineering, especially if that's not something they're passionate about. I was a journalism major that ranked 100 on our ranking, so a journalist didn't necessarily, I guess, fare very well when it came to our study. But there are lots of ways that you can really take a step back and make sure that you're successful in the career that you choose and that you set yourself up for success financially, whether that's maybe attending community college or minoring in something you're passionate about or living with roommates to reduce your housing costs. There's lots of little steps that you can take along the way to set yourself up for success. And I would note that there are also many interests things that people may enjoy that might still fit into that STEM arena. For example, if you have an artistic flair, there are STEM jobs that would certainly fit with someone who has an artistic ability. 
Yeah, yeah. I think there's lots of majors here that could potentially fit in your interest. Say you're someone who's interested in history, which didn't fare very well in our rankings either, but maybe you enjoy teaching it. There's lots of little ways that you can kind of spin it to to set yourself up for success down the road. Sarah Foster, Bankrate.com analyst, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.